Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. Welcome back to yet another episode. We are very sorry we missed last week's episode where it was after the West Ham game, the home game. Uh, we missed that one. Again, apologies. However, however, we are here. We're back. And it is the match review for the game against Nottingham Forest in the fourth round, fourth round, fourth round of the FA Cup, where Bristol City were held, Bristol City were held, to a nil-nil draw at home to Premier League opposition at Nottingham Forest. As always, I have Matisse with me. Matisse, how are you doing on this impeccable day? I'm I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Yeah, I've been a bit ill recently. So yeah, it's good to be good to be back. Um yeah, shame we it's missed the everyone's Ill. Yeah, recently just you know I was ill as well. I was not feeling good yeah. going to the forest game. I was oh, terrible. Um yeah, slowly moving away from, from the winter period, still quite cold and a lot of winds. Um yeah, shame to miss that that West Ham podcast, but what that was a a brilliant game. Uh, we were both there. I mean, you made a vlog as well, and it's just nights like those, incredible. But yeah, another another FA Cup round against a Premier League side, and another draw, and another forced replay. Um, this time we are will be going away from home though, so that should be interesting. But yeah, definitely us being held to a to a goalless draw at Ashton Gate because I felt like I mean we'll get into the game, but we were dominant. And just again, lack that clinicality at certain points. But I, there was a lot of positives as well. Just the way we played, a lot of confidence um, built into the game well. And yeah, we made Nottingham look pretty, pretty poor. I mean, they aren't a top Premier League side. They are. They have been in poor form recently. I mean, we know they just about got past Blackpool. They're quite low mid-table as well, um, looking towards that relegation battle. But still. Their, their Premier League side and we we made them look pretty pretty bad or we can say we, we we just played well ourselves. Before we talk about the game, um are we gonna address address ad I, well, I can't speak today. Are we gonna address the elephant in the room? The elephant in the room. Do you do, do, do you want to guess? Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess? What do you normally I talk about on the show? The man, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Scott. So for anyone who's tuning in for his first time, um, I don't blame him, but he loves Alex Scott maybe a little bit too much. I love Alex Scott, but we need to move on. It's like a... Well, we save him for the end of the episode. We save him for the end. Yeah, but I'm not going to the end of the episode because I don't want to waste my bloody time at the end of the episode. I might just waste my time now and talk about the game. So are we going to address the fact that he's an unbelievable footballer and we've got our pants pulled down at 25 million, but, you know, <laughs> Bristol City's point. I mean, he just proves it day in, day out. Um, it is against another championship side, um, but still, I mean, he is incredible. Goal assist, Bournemouth, absolute thrashing, uh, five, all first half goals. Um, but yeah, they got, they got the deal done and Alex Scott, I think he got man of the match or joint man of the match. Um, I think it was David Brooks not much, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, he um, was he was incredible. So yeah, unbelievable player. Still wouldn't get into our starting eleven. I'm joking. Mm. Of course you would. Um. Anyways, this was the starting eleven for Bristol City. Uh, so you can see it if you're listening. Uh, if you're watching, oh, if you're watching on the on the YouTube, um, 
It was Max in goal, back five of Ross McCrory, George Tanner, Rob Dickey and Zach Viner uh, and Campering. I genuinely am atrocious. I cannot speak. Um, yeah, that was the back five. It was Matty James, who was the captain in midfield, alongside Taylor Gardner-Hickman, Jason Knight and Alice Mavetti, the two number 10s, floating off Tommy Conway. For Nottingham Forest, it was Matt Turner in goal, um, who cannot kick a ball to save his life. Uh, I was told that before the game, and yeah, the eye test backs that up. He cannot kick a ball. Nuno Tavares, Murillo, Andrew Omabamadele and Gonzalo Montiel, World Cup winning. Gonzalo Montiel at right back. Ryan Yates. Do you remember when he scored the penalty to win the World Cup for Argentina? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he scored the penalty to win the Europa League for Sevilla last season as well. So penalty king um, and winner. Uh, Ryan Yates, uh, who's the captain, I believe, uh, and Aurel Mangala in midfield. Uh, Nicholas Dominguez Danilo. Callum Hudson Adoy off fucking um, <laughs> impeccable. Invincible Chris Wood now up top, who's scoring every game. Didn't score yesterday, but you know, uh, that's because he's up against Zach Viner and Rob Dickey. Um, so, what were your thoughts on the on the lineup? Obviously, no Scott Twine, no Joe Williams, no Mark Sykes. Um, those are the three bigging big names who we're going to miss, who we were going to miss, um, and obviously the long term injuries as well. Um, Atkinson edging closer back, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, what were your thoughts on that lineup? Yeah, obviously, like you said, we. There were forced changes. Um, it, is the is it because he got a yellow card in both round three games, or does it have to do with the championship as well? I'm not sure if they're are they related well, or for, Joe, it... for, for Williams. Yeah, for um, Williams. Yeah, I think it's just two of any any two games he misses. If it's two, if it's, if it's just two two games, he gets a yellow card. It doesn't matter if it's a replay. He's he doesn't play. I think he's suspended afterwards. But um, it's it's just for cards in the FA Cup, not not in just, the league. Just 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 for just for the FA Cup, yes, not for the league. Yeah, league would yeah. be separate, I think. If the, I think the league and the EFL Cup are intertwined, but the FA Cup is separate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously that was um, a forced change, and yeah, Sykes still not um, completely back, and like you said, yeah, Scott Twine is cup tied. Um, but yeah, we've moved into this kind of three, four, two, one in a way. Um, so we've kind of moved away from this four two three one that we had before um and we have this kind of well three slash five back with the, the wing backs of mccrory and pring so we were always going to think that mccrory was going to replace tanner kind of but kind of fit into the same team now um but yeah we've got a situation now where now when sykes is back and fit where are we going to play him into this side um but yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's obviously, I, I don't know exactly how, how I fell with this. I mean, I will see how it goes. I usually I'm not a fan of uh, three backs with wing backs, but um, we obviously played brilliantly uh, against West Ham um, with that. But yeah, other than that, formation players, no real surprises. I wouldn't have changed much. Bell still, I wouldn't have preferred him and everyone else. I'd say, yeah. It's just crazy. just just two quick points um i've always said it's not how you line up in a formation or the structure um it's how you play it um you could play five at the back and you could put four men you could put nine men behind the ball and strikers the only one pressing and that's very defensive and that's obviously going to be playing one way or you could have fluid wing backs who are intertwining and you know making it a four in midfield and then pushing the 
for pushing the right uh, the two wide centre backs and up, and then making it hard for the opposition and compacting uh, compressing the spaces, uh, basically everywhere across the midfield. That could be another way. That's very aggressive. That's you know. Um, complete contrast to the other one. So it's not, and it's the same for a four at the back as well. It's literally, it's it's all about how you play um, a player formation, not the formation itself. There's no formation I'd call defensive or no formation I'd call attacking. It's all about how you play a formation. Um, and there's a good point you make about Sykes, actually, because I think with Sykes, I think he's a very good technical player. Uh, very good, you know, on the ball. I think he's very he's similar to Mameti in that way, uh, but with a little bit more end product. Um, so I'd possibly, because uh, at the moment it's Knight on the right, Mameti off the left in the two number 10 positions. I'd swap them and take Mameti out and put Sykes in, uh, basically just right now. Uh, Sykes should hopefully be back for Leeds. Uh, commentary will be too soon. Maybe Leeds, um, if we're being uh, optimistic. Uh, but yeah. Who's, who do we have after Leeds? Uh, Middlesbrough? Sam, uh, we'll probably it? have Forest midweek and then Middlesbrough on the Saturday, yeah, away from home. Yeah, yeah so then possibly Forest in the next game. Um, so yeah, maybe I'd do that. Would you maybe put Sykes in that position in the number 10? Or he could also play at right wing back and maybe push Ross McCrory into right centre back, but that would deter his attacking. You know, yeah, I, I, I really like. Um, Ross McCrory and how how he I think he, I thought he was quite brilliant yesterday. Um, when he was on, he obviously came off. It's not completely ready for a full ninety minutes, I'd say. Um, but I thought I think him in that position is great. I mean, the physicality holds the ball well. He's got a bit of technical ability as well. Didn't didn't pay up every single time, but you could see that he, the way he cut inside as well through the midfield, he he brings in attacking threat and obviously defensively as well. Um, just his stature and. He, well, yeah, it's, it's what he did for um, Aberdeen as well. So, yeah, I, I'd agree with Sy uh, Sykes if he came in, yeah, put Knight on the left-hand side or maybe it'll be Scott Twine then on the left and Sykes oh, on the right. Well. Comes in all week. Yeah, so there's lots of different ways we can probably switch it around. But, yeah, it's Twine as well to, to fit in there as well. Um, be interesting to see how, how he does it. Oh, can we play with 14 players as well? Um, that is a lot. Oh, yeah, tw I've got time. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one, actually. Um, we've I've got, I've got, we've got I've, what... so talk talk about the um forest at 11 because I'll just I'll just put it out. Um, because there's a lot of quality in there, isn't there? Because even if this is not like the West Ham game where they've got Kudus, Bowen, Paqueta out, this is a completely different game, and I'd say probably a harder test just looking at that at that 11. Yeah, um, I'd say so. Obviously, like you said, they've got a World Cup winner uh, in their squad. Montiel, Matt Turner, um, obviously ex-Arsenal. <laughs> I mean, like you said, I, I felt at, at lots of moments throughout the game, like with Matt Turner as well, and in the West Ham game, we saw the pressure that we had on them um, on the back line, and they, they looked prone to some mistakes at the back. They, a lot of slipping went on. It looked like some a wet surface. Um for the players, but yeah, I felt like they cracked a bit under pressure and our pressing worked well. Other than that, they have Yates, yeah, in the midfield. Obviously, Chris Wood, um, brilliant striker. He scored that hat trick against Newcastle, I think it was. Hudson Adoy, 
Um, is that is he on loan, or is he? Nah, he went. Uh, yeah, permanent transfer from Chelsea, and then yeah, they've got other big names. Gibbs White came on at halftime. We all know him from the Championship. Um, but yeah, they are a, a, a decent Premier League side. Not in the greatest form recently, but obviously um, under their new manager Nuno um, came in now. So yeah, I think I think they could be on the up. I don't think they'll get relegated from the Premier League. Um, but yeah, obviously, lots of big names in there. So uh, it's always it's always helps uh, a Premier League side when you can bring a bring on a forty million pound player off the bench at halftime. Uh, that's always helps, doesn't it? Um, in terms of the games, I'll just run through the chances. Not much in the way really. Tommy Conway had a chance where he, first half, where I think it was Mimetti who dragged it back. Uh, and then he was in the six-yard box, possibly. And then he, it, it, I think my 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 friend said it took a deflection, but I don't think it did. Um, I haven't seen it back. I don't think it did, and he just missed it. Um, so that one was a possibly our big chance. And then Camp Pring had a chance for us in the second half as well, didn't he? So yeah, talk us through that. Which one was the Camp Pring one? Second half, where he. And the counter-attack, Cornick puts it all... Cornick, Cornick bursts Oh, through. okay, yeah. So and I then... was going to mention that as well. Yeah, I think three of our... I think we had three main clear-cut chances. We we didn't have a shot on target throughout the whole game. Um, we did have the majority of the shots. Um, we definitely should have done. Um, I think the Conway one, yeah, first half, it is a bit disappointing um because i think he could have opened in himself up a bit and put it far it's the far corner it was brilliant from Ometi, i thought um to find him that was a close opportunity but yeah he put, puts it wide another chance zach viner doing zach viner things um little cheeky brilliant run um through the yeah the nottingham defense and then i thought he should have taken a shot to be honest um i thought that was it, it was on for him but he decided to, to play um tommy in and then I think the angle was just a bit too tight. I think it went out for a corner in the end. Um, other than those two, there was a really big chance in the second half. I mean, that 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 whole first half in general was just complete dominance for us. We had the majority of the possession. I'm not sure exactly how much. Well, I mean, it ended 50-50. The, uh, uh, we had 55%. We had 55%, 55% in the first half, so they had 55% okay. in the second half. Quick maths. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we we had um a bit more for the ball and I, we just we just looked dominant. I thought the passes were sharp. We looked like we were creating a few good chances. Just again, just that that final lack of attacking quality in the third, in the final third. But other than that, they they didn't for for Nottingham Forest wise, they had a, a couple two shots on target. I think they were both straight at Max O'Leary. Um, oh yeah, the what the first one was. A ball in it. it was a handball in the box um by Chris Wood, which the referee didn't see. Um and then it fell to I forgot who it was now. Um Danny one, one of the attackers. Probably Danny Lowe and then straight to well, Max when... and then Oh the straight to Max one. And then the Robin second Ryan one Yates. was Ryan Yates. Yeah, and then the second one was quite a good ball over the top. Um and Chris Wood jumps way too early which was quite a a decent chance for Nottingham Forest but Max O'Leary stayed composed and collected the ball so either keepers no real trouble throughout the whole game I have to say 
Um, but yeah, I thought that we, we obviously carried more of the attacking threat. We couldn't put it over, but we looked dominant. We looked confident on the ball. Um, defensively, I wasn't ever too worried, to be honest. Um, and then finally on to that chance, which I think was a really, really massive chance because bef- as as Cornet goes through, when Cornet got subbed on, I was a bit like, okay, um, brilliant. But he, he did really well off the counter-attack. It was from a corner, ran the distance of the pitch, and then he plays it to Pring. But if you if you watch the replay, Naki Wells is right behind Pringy. If Pring lets that go through his legs... Naki's got a pretty much open goal, no defender in front of him. He can patch into the bottom right, and and that's it. I guarantee ninety percent of the time he'd put that chance away. And when I watched it, it was so frustrating because obviously Pring probably didn't know, and maybe Naki should have called something. But if you look at the replay, the freeze frame is it's frustrating. But yeah, then Pring drags out to left hand side, and then the angle becomes just a bit too tight um, for him, and it hits the side netting again. So yeah, but. That, that was frustrating to watch because I saw Naki there and I was like, oh, please let it through. But, yeah. Uh, I think that was it in terms of chances in the game. I thought we were better in the first half. They were better in the second half. And as I said, when you bring on Morgan Gibbs-White, always going to improve the team. Um, so, yeah, that explains that. And he was literally everywhere. He was such an annoying player to play against. At one at, In one minute, he's like on the left-hand side up the pitch, not really involved. Within within five seconds, the ball's on the right hand side. He's there. He's literally got the ball. Like, what? Where have you zoned in from? Um, he's literally been. He was everywhere. Uh, he was, yeah, top, top quality. And yeah, you can see, you can see, you can see that Premier League class in him. Uh, hopefully, he's not there next week. If we think the rumors mm. are true, he might be off to move to Newcastle. Hopefully. Um, yeah. However, yeah, they were very good in the second half. Um, no, that's a lie. They were okay in the second half. They were better. Um, we held our own to a certain extent. Didn't really trouble Max too much. Uh, or we didn't trouble Turner at all, uh, eventually. Um, yeah. One more yeah. One more chance now I remember. Because um, I did I didn't I couldn't make it down. So I do remember quite clearly from some of the some of the replays. But I think it was Tanner on the right hand side in the second half in front of the south stand and he put he did quite a nice run he put a ball in and i think mimetti was there but he just missed a touch in front of the goal and it came across um and then i think the oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was there yeah literally right in front of it <laughs> I don't remember that. um so yeah another missed opportunity which was frustrating um yeah we were dominant like you said we deserved the win, I'd say it was a close game, but I think we had more clear-cut chances. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame because I think the fact that we were at home, that was our moment to snatch it because now we go away um, to Forest. It's going to be a different game. It's going to be a lot tougher. We've got now a couple games. We had a week break from now, but now we've got Coventry on Tuesday, then the Saturday game, then it'll be another midweek Um so, yeah, I think it changes things a bit. But we didn't lose. And again, an answer Premier League side. We played three games against Premier League opposition. I haven't yet to lose. Um, so, just got us promoted and we'll be fine, I guess, um, is what we're saying. But, uh, yeah, a few yellow yeah, cards as well. Just gives a few pass. 
few yellow cards campering with a lovely challenge in the first i don't know if oh that was utter that was i was <laughs> laughing i was just i just sat there going i don't care if it's a yellow card that's the best eye of the challenge that's the best eye of the challenge of the night um, unbelievable utterly wiped him out it was beautiful beautiful he had yeah. no intention to get the ball just wanted to take the man out let him know he was there 50 something minutes into the game absolutely quality tackle unbelievable love that from him personally love that it was it was brilliant it was i brilliant. want to see george yeah, we... stan do that more i just i just yeah i mean he did, he did it against sheffield united just, just goes utterly through him just doesn't even look at the ball just doesn't care where the ball is just wants to take his shins out it is magical if we remember but i think it was last season maybe even two seasons ago no it was last season that um Game against Sheffield United at home, that Tanner Brexit tackle was something else. Though when he got the red card, how did he get a red was, card for that? We already get a red card for that. How did he get a red card for that? I don't know. It was I think a clean challenge. We were we were down as well last minute, and he was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, he just went into. <laughs> I think he did a one eighty in the end. Did not care. Just did not care. Um, all right, one player I do want to talk about is uh, Naki Wells uh, because. I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like a negative warning here, but I thought he was abysmal. Um he did not impact the game in the slightest. Uh and I really like Naki Wells and I think he's a I think he's clearly a love what he's clearly an unbelievable character around the dressing room. A lot of the players love him. Uh and I'm sure there's an element in that. But in terms of on the pitch, he has been god awful for a while. Um he's not scored in a long time. I know injuries have been the case for them, um, but I think his last game, last goal was Stoke at home, and that was basically handed to him on a plate. Um, where literally the ball was, <laughs> they they rolled the back pass straight to him, and yeah, you can't miss from there. Um, I don't know about Naki Wells anymore, to be honest. Uh, I think he's aging. Um, his physicality's not his his physicality's never been up to it, um, but he's always been a bit of bagsman. He's not showing that anymore. Um, I'd be looking to move him on in the summer, perhaps. He has scored four goals this in 2023. Um, and two of them were penalties when we had that Hull and Sunderland penalty at the, the beginning oh, right. of last year. So this, he's only scored two goals in the last, in the last calendar year. Um, which is, yeah, obviously not what you want to see. Yeah. He's had some injury setbacks. He's he's been a pretty good player for us. I remember that moment at QPR when he got that last minute two one winner. That was how much did we pay for him? Um, I think it was one point something. I think so. Um, really? I thought it was more than that. Um, Naki Wells. Um, I thought it was thick end ish. Maybe I might be completely wrong. But Maybe. I don't think he whatever um, pr- whatever price tag he has paid is I think has been justified over that time. And he is one of put apparently well, reportedly. It says he have four point seven. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I think I thought it was around that, yeah. Because we paid, it was we paid Burnley. For, yeah, and it was and he was on loan at QPR, so that might have added a little bit more as well. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Um He's not justified that in the slightest, I don't think. Um, Which was above his market value as well at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. He's not justified that. He's on high wages. 
he's not produced enough on the pitch this season, even under Man. He's not getting a regular game. He's not getting regular starts. Mm. Um, again, don't want to sound negative because I do think he's a very good at character around the dressing room. But in terms, of, we want output as a striker. He's not going that output, and I don't think he fits into this Liam Manning system either. To be honest, I don't think he's good enough at holding the play up. I get, you know, physicality wise, he's not anywhere near Tommy's level, um, and he's not a. Is his passing ability up to it? No, I don't think so. Um, is his physicality up to it? No, I don't think so. Is his goal scoring touch there? Possibly not. Um, yeah, I'd be looking to move him on in the summer. Uh, maybe a league one I, um, would be willing to take him on. I think he can still fit in a in in certain championship sides at the moment. I think he's still he's getting towards the end of end of his time, I and mean, he's been here for a while. He's played like 150 odd games. Us, I feel like now five years, um, isn't it? Five, five yeah. years this January, yeah, five years. So he's been in the club a while. I, 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 I like the guy. I, he was four years, sorry, four, years. four years, yeah. Four years. He, he was one of my favorite. I got, I got him on the back of my shirt. I like, I like, yeah, like you said, his character is good, and he's obviously not a bad player, but yeah, like you said, recently, I mean, he hasn't lived up, lived up to his price tag, really. And the way we're looking, like going forward at the moment um he's just not the right fit and we're looking to add another striker and we have tommy when tommy's fit he doesn't really get too much game time um and yeah i would i would be surprised if he's still with us after after this summer um yeah it is a shame but it, it happens in football players go um eventually but yeah uh especially now and i mean we've been lacking a lot of goals in general and with injuries the depth hasn't been great but it's strange i think i mentioned it before because we have right now our attacking kind of availability now with our new signings um we've got quite quite a lot of players in terms of knights mimetti sykes bell conway cornick twine maybe um yeah probably most of them and if you think we we've had the same back four for how, how many for the last like since what since Naismith got injured maybe which was which was Leeds was it after Leeds or something like that so we've had them for a while and I, our defense has been our biggest strong point um and we've done really well defensively and we've got I think still the fourth best in the championship um maybe that's wrong if you just look at goals conceded something like that we're, we're in the top six um and in terms of goals scored we're 18th um so yeah which, you know, i feel like it's funny when we think about that and how consistent the the our defense has been so yeah great what a signing dickie was um he's been great we get going off a bit of time um yeah <laughs> let's talk about coventry then because that is the next game League form-wise, I think it's no wins in four, one goal in four. Um, decent point against Watford last time out, um, but we need to start winning again. Um, and if you want to look at our next four league games, um, yeah, it's not it's not fun. And it's not funny either. EFL, sort it out. What are you doing? Um, we've got Coventry. We've got Leeds at home. Uh, we've got Middlesbrough away. Uh, sorry, we've got Coventry away. Uh, Leeds at home, Middlesbrough away. And we have the easiest task of Southampton at home. Um, you know, just a team that are 21 unbeaten at the moment. It's lovely. Pretty. It's, um, 
I want. I am yeah. very, very concerned. <laughs> With with the forest in, in within those five as well, like and the fact that the the, the form Coventry have been on as well, um, they they've picked it up. I think they've moved into the top six now, um, out of nowhere really, and they haven't lost since December second, um, which was against Ipswich. So that's in I'll figure out that stat in a minute. Um, but they they've been on some pretty good form recently, and going away from home, it's not going to be easy. Um, they haven't lost at home since the 30th of October, which is quite a while. Um, so, yeah, they've been pretty strong and we can't score too many goals right now. Yes, we've had that kind of the distraction of that West Ham FA Cup win. But realistically, since those three on the bounce, we've had some disappointing and poor results. The Birmingham 0-0 draw, that last minute Millwall goal, 2-0 against Preston. The Watford game, I'd say, is probably a fair point. But, yeah, like you said, we haven't been scoring a lot of goals. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how we face in these next few games. Um, and there are also lots of midweek, so not, not too many breaks in between. The positive is we know what to expect from Mark Robin's side, which is, you know, very good defensively, um, very good in midfield, um, very good going forward. Um very good goalkeeper, just very good at everything. Um, so this is going to be a very, very tough game for Bristol City. Of course it is, um, which is why I'm going for a 5-0 win. Uh, no, uh, we, we look, they have some unbelievable players. Noticeably for us, it's Jada Silva and Casey Balmer. Um, and obviously Casey Balmer has been in the news recently and all our support and love um, with him because that's actually terrible and should not be happening. Uh, and the fact that um, I think a minority of the fans were booing him. The fact that he got on, well, every time he got on the ball in their replay last night is just absolutely hideous. It's it's disgusting, actually. Um, so you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just what we've been hearing. Um, yeah, they'll be they'll be playing against us again. Last time out though, it was a one win for City at Ashton Gate. Uh, don't know how uh, how it was because we were utterly. Dominated in that game, we got absolutely pelted uh, and escaped the one 0 win. I think it was Rob Dickey goal. It was a Rob Dickey goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Taylor yeah. Gardner Hickman set piece. We were utterly, utterly outplayed on the net on the day and still won the game one 0 which is just typical of us. Um, so yeah, we can beat them, but I'm very, very concerned. Uh, do you want to go for your score prediction? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So. Obviously, yeah, all thoughts of Palmer because they, yeah, they played Sheffield Wednesday twice away, then in the cup and in the league. But yeah, I counted now they've got one loss in their last fifteen games in all competitions, which is very impressive. And they've won one their last 16. three on the bounce. Um, yeah, um, they've won three on the bounce in the league as well. So yeah, it's 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 not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun for us. Um. I do think we played really well, though, against Nottingham and obviously against Forest. Against Watford, again, just lack of taking some of our chances. The penalty was unlucky. Um, the way we conceded it, it's just a bit... It's obviously a handball. I mean, it's, I don't know where his hand is. Where's Rob Dickey's hand going there? But, um, yeah, maybe Scott Twine. Scott Twine back in, obviously, back in um, league action. So, 
produce us another goal. He's got 100% record right now, so I'm bound to get back on the score oh, yeah. sheet. Oh, that's um, going to come. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not going to happen. 50% record. Look, I think I think we nick another point. Um, I think Christ. we somehow get a point because, look, we, we, we played well against Nottingham. And if we... I, it, I think it might be similar to um, the game at Ashton Gate. And I reckon we'll get some, maybe like, I, I'm going to go for, I'll go 2-2. Two, two, and I think we'll get two lucky uh, set piece. Twine whips it in and it's scrambled and it's tapped home. And then a corner um, from Taylor Gardner-Hickman. Something, something like that. And, and we get we get a nice scrappy point away from home, um, which I'll take. I think I think we get I think we just about get something out. That realistically, I, I, I know Coventry are good, but we played well against West Ham um and Forest to Oh wow. Yeah. We played well against Manchester United five years ago. That's, that's all right. All <laughs> this one's that's two weeks ago. <laughs> this one's this we've lost this one was last seasons. night. Yeah, but it was a good performance last night, but FA Cup is clearly very, very different from our league form. And Coventry are very good at the moment. I'll mm-hmm. go two 0 the commentary because they're very good um anything else you want to talk about because honestly i want to go to bed i want to talk about um just some other fa cup results um maidstone town if you talk about Bourm- if you talk about bournemouth five that's one hey you mentioned it you mentioned it okay. um yeah uh maidstone which is brilliant. I think it's the first time since 87, I think I read, since a sixth-tier side has gotten into the fifth round um, oh. of the Cup. Um, so, and they beat Ipswich, by the way. Yeah, who, so by the way, not, not any old team. Uh-huh. Not any old team. They beat um, championship side Ipswich. Um, so, yeah, very impressive. And on a video, of, uh, during the limbs, a fan fell from the top tier down to the Ipswich fans. <laughs> Which I don't know how that's happened. I hope he's okay, but um, Appar- apparently the person who he fell on had a uh, has a damaged his back or something, which is utterly <laughs> terrible, but also really funny at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for that person, but it is utterly brilliant. Um, and yeah, what well, what a win for Maidstone because that is just unbelievable. Mm. Um, Spurs One, lost to Manchester City in their in the like the sixth game they're going to play against each other this season. Um, so no one cares. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Klopp is leaving right, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I, I it's, it's quite. It was surprising. It was surprising, but I don't know what, what, what this is going to be. Get actually, I do care. Jurgen Klopp for England. Once Southgate leaves this summer. Ooh. I'm just putting it out there. Um, you never know. Anyone, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to talk um, about? Ex Bristol City players in terms of well, Lloyd Kelly also got on the score sheet, so two Bristol City. Oh yeah, okay. um, Antoine Semenya was and, knocked out of the uh, yeah. I was just about to just about to say that yeah, Garner very poor. The manager got sacked straight after. Um, Chris Hutton, haha, what's shame? Yeah, they're they're out. Uh, Semenya didn't really. Do too much, I don't think. Um, kudos, Carrie. No, he, play- um, he, 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 he played in as the number nine. You, you can't get in the best at a hand time doing it. That's very true. So, yeah, he's back 
well to be with Bournemouth now and we'll see we'll see how he fares. Um but yeah, nothing much. It was a nil-nil at the end of the day. Um but yeah, pretty Basically, mixed. we're gonna win the cup. We're winning we're winning at the city ground. I, I um, feel I feel a cup run I feel a cup yeah, run okay, um, yeah. brewing. Okay. You, you need to stay off the, the drugs at this point. God knows what you're on. I'm I'm beaten um, in our last three games. I mean we are some team. We are some team. Unbeaten in our last three games. Mm-hmm. Where's Sam Watford for us? It's oh, pretty darn good, I'd say. Um right, okay. Um that is it because I'm very tired. Uh thank you very much for uh watching, tuning in, uh where are you wherever you have been. Um and yeah, just leave us a like, subscribe, whatever. Uh and and um yeah, we'll we will catch you all soon. Yeah, that's a good. That's, um, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. Brilliant outro. outro then. Um, um, yeah, make sure to, um, to follow all our socials um, in the description. And yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll be talking about a win sometime because we mi- we missed the West Ham one. But looking at our next five games, it's not looking too good. But yeah, we'll be back um, after Leeds probably. So after commentary in Leeds, um, we we're not doing a Leeds prediction right now, but you can check our social media. I'll put I'll do one on my Instagram, and I'm sure Annie will do one on his YouTube as he always does. So yeah, check us out. Leave a like, subscribe. I am gonna wind up so many Leeds fans. It's gonna be utterly brilliant. So many of them to wind up. It's just like it's just like going into a fat pot, right? And you get so much gold, and you can take your pick. Whatever you want. So, talking of gold, actually, did you watch the traitors last night? No, I. You know what? It's embarrassing. I don't right, even that's know. That's disgusting. Okay, you don't even. Okay, I'm not talking. To you know, because thank you very much for watching. I, no, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't. I do not want to hear it. Thank you very much for watching, uh, for tuning in, listening, and uh, yeah, leave us a five star review on Spotify as well, which is which we greatly appreciated. Um, and yeah, that is just disgusting from him. Uh, that's quite nice, but the traitors thing is disgusting. Uh, but water bottles quite nice. Um, apart from that, it's disgusting. Um, pathetic excuse of a human being. Um, and yeah, as Roy Hodgson would say, uh, let's not take the piss here. But yeah, thank you very much for. Yeah, I do not want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. Um, thank you very much. Uh, longest outro ever, and we'll catch you all later, uh, very soon. Cheers for watching. See ya.